gonna set, Tommy? Or do you want to come over? I get a little bit close. I, I even get like. I don't like to be too far away from tables. <laughs> Being too far away from tables <laughs> that makes was a me, weird and funny sentence. It makes me insecure. I love it. Like even when I'm uh, sitting at a desk, I like to raise my uh, like my swivel chair mm-hmm. as high as I can, so the bottom of the desk is touching my upper my quads. Yeah. And it just makes me feel better. Otherwise, there's... Do you want me to start the podcast with this? Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Are you passing out our, our documentation? Yes, for you. Welcome to part two of the Japan Experience part on the two. Craft Heads podcast. I am very tired. I am Tommy Spitali. Nice and to meet you, very tired. Hey, Tommy Spitali. <laughs> and I'm Tara. Hey, yep. So yeah, I the best dad joke I've ever done. I'm really suffering from jet lag. I I can't stay asleep, and I'm really tired today. Or you can't, and then when you do fall asleep, you can't wake up either. Yeah, I guess that's a problem too. Um, no wait, well that's just happening right now because I'm so deprived. I had like two or three hours of sleep last. No, three hours. Anyways, took this a nap. Is, this is the one time I would suggest like going to get some Z Quill from the store. Or yeah, I know. I probably should do that, but I don't feel like it. One of my secrets is Tylenol PM. It's same thing. Anytime I had like injury, anything like that, I would mm-hmm. literally just take Tylenol PM at night. You know what else works really well? Heroin. And you know what else works really well? Boom! Knocks you right out. <laughs> yeah, it yeah, kills you. Death. 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 <laughs> yep. So, so where were we? Let's drink alcohol because I just woke up from a snooze. Yeah, you should do okay. that. That might wake you up. Yeah, Maybe we'll, we'll take a good, make sure. a good hefty gulp of this. Yeah, I'm totally down with this. So this it is so good. This is Japanese oh, craft gin. Oh, it even I says also, craft on it. Yeah, dude. I brought. How beautiful is that bottle? Yeah, I'll I brought this. Uh, nope. <laughs> good news. You should be able to get that in the states. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure you can get it. Uh, it's on Tower's website for like thirty bucks. Oh, perfect. So yeah, I'll get some. But the coolest thing. Did you read these on the podcast on the first episode? Can't yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, the yeah. ingredients. Yeah. So it is uniquely Japanese, and I've noticed that. Wait, we didn't read it on on the air. That was after the episode. Ended. No. Yeah, read them. All right. Up. So we have Sakura Flower, which is the cherry blossom. We, yuzu Peel, which is uh, their, one of their citrus. Sencha Tea, Gyokuro tea, uh, tea, Sakura Leaf, also cherry blossom. And Sancho Pepper, which is a real nifty pepper that they use in a lot of their cooking over there. So it's amazing. We need another toast. Tara or Tommy, one of you guys can make it. I don't have the strength. Toast to you guys making it back safe. Mm, hell yeah. Kanpai. And hopefully you can get back into your sleep schedule. Yes. Mm. It's quite flowery. Like, you definitely can taste the flowers. Well, there's, yeah, there's flowers the in there. That's the cherry blossom. Don't say oof. <laughs> I'm just not a liquor person. This is so good. Mm. Yeah, I feel better already. Yeah, it tastes like cleaner. Mm. Which is the best kind of gin. Cleaner? Mm-hmm. When, when gin tastes like cleaner... It's clean. It's good. Okay. <laughs> good. I that's, like how I, that's how I think. It actually tastes a lot like Bombay. I don't know, yeah, I don't know is... how like good you are in your gin taste buds. Yeah, that you totally. can tell the well, I mean, I don't feel like I need to chase that. Mm-hmm. And that's a, a very good thing. Mm-hmm. So. I chased it with water. Nice. So, I mean, that's not an insult. For you, that's a good thing. It is, yes. Yeah. Well, Honey, do you, you want, want me to start off yep. and then... Yep. You want me to just carry it and you interject your thoughts? Uh, no, I want to make sure you get all your thoughts spewed out. So you just go, you pick up from Wednesday, March 27th. So I'll do Wednesday? Yeah, and then okay. I'll, I'll take Thursday. This is okay. when you guys are in Kyoto at this point, right? Yeah, that's correct. So, take it away. So Wednesday. That was awesome. Yeah. Wednesday was awesome. Good. Next one. Thursday? Oh, Thursday was good too? <laughs> yep. What about Friday? You guys had a good time? Great. All right, this is the end of part two. Uh, yeah, part two was really awesome. Bye. Um, no, so Wednesday was our first and only full day um, in Kyoto. So we woke up early because, you know, I wanted to see some stuff and I knew, you know, we'd be doing a lot of walking and whatnot. So we woke up early, got coffee at the uh, Ryokan we were staying at, and we ended up taking the subway to the Fushimi Inari Shrine. And I don't know if you saw that when you were in Kyoto. It's the Thousand oh, Crimson thousand gates. Tori Gates. A thousand Gates, yeah. yeah. So we... I went there. Mm-hmm. Um... We hiked the whole thing all the way to the top, mm-hmm. and then we did like this huge loop, saw basically everything, and it 
it was it has this different air about it. And Alex even mentioned when we were there, he's like, it just feels like a different planet, mm-hmm. a different religion almost. Mm-hmm. But that it was is. a really <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a really really cool experience, and I encourage anyone to see that if they're going. Um, it's an Instagram worthy site. <laughs> um, yeah, I, very annoyingly so. Oh my gosh, yeah, the the. You guys have the picture well, on, there, see, on the, Instagram from that site. From I, I I would like take pictures, like snap them as quickly as I could. And some of the annoying stuff was like, you know, you see people and they're just like crowded everywhere. They're stopping up traffic mm-hmm. and because like, it is all, hard to get through. And, and yeah, they, and they it think is. they're the only people on Earth. Anytime Tara and I took a picture anywhere, it was boom, really fast, and we're out of the way. The discreet. phone's out, and then yeah. it's back. You know, it's on oh, the tour. Well, and the other thing too, oh. in in maybe I'm just a different kind of person, but I like to experience the experience I'm experiencing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I like to take everything in and I, and I really loved walking through all those gates and like all of the black inscriptions and the characters on those gates, those are all the donors mm-hmm. and the years and you know, what company they are and names of people and whatnot. So, I mean, taking in everything and you look at all the different little Fox statues and all of them are numbered and, that's just really fascinating to me. And, you know, I would get like, you know, little pictures after I looked at something, you know, long enough or it, like if I had like a quick moment, I'm like, oh, okay, sweet. Take a quick photo because there's mm. nobody walking down this tunnel right now. But I mean, there were people that would, like, I know there was a wedding party walking through and that's whatever. But um, yeah, the, the amount of people just clogging up everything, it was really annoying. Like I really wanted to just enjoy the scenic hiking. Mm-hmm. And once we got farther away from like the main entrance and all of the, the higher know, up you got, the higher up you got, the better it people got. Out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was re- people really just cool. wanted to get their picture and leave. Exactly. And see the first yeah. Exactly. Part. I mean, even Tara halfway. Well, she's like, "Oh, how far do you want to go?" And I was like, <laughs> "We're going to the top," and she secretly well, hated it. But one then of the things and that kind of soured my mood in the beginning a little bit was, you know, I don't practice Shintoism. I don't. That's not my religion. Mm-hmm. I still respect that religion, and there are certain customs that you do when you are, um, you know, how you wash your hands when you're entering, how you do um, your offertory, like, little thing, and you do your prayer, and that whole, all the process and steps that take place during that whole thing, that is sacred to them, and, you know, I watch people to learn how they're doing it. And then I followed in their footsteps. And there were, there are tourists from different countries in, like, Europe or wherever, and it's just, they just, like, were so disrespectful of these sacred, you know, places. And they're like, oh, don't take pictures. Like, you know, treat it like, treat it respectfully. And then people weren't doing that. And that really bothered me. And I'm just like, it's not my religion. It is bothering me. Like, oh my gosh. But we had a really great time there. And we went back to, uh, Kyoto to take a little break. And Alex fell in love with a particular drink out of the vending machines everywhere. Could, yeah, and we don't have to spend a lot of time. I'm it, not. It was a random, it was a tomato, random drink. tomato drink. And we... <laughs> Clamato juice. No, no, no. Ever no, since like he that. found it, we went back to the same machine, <laughs> got it, and then ever since we found it, we would comment on each coffee or vending machine and if it had the tomate drink or not. So that became a thing. Yeah, yeah. T-O-M-A-T-E? That's what I call it. Oh, okay. it's, it's like some meme. But oh, anyway, real quick on the vending machines. I don't think we spent a whole lot of time on that. Um... That was honest as a general commentary. That's something that I love about Japan. Mm-hmm. Are the, there is a vending machine on every corner. Mm-hmm. Half of them are owned by Suntory. And they have a picture of of this this brand that Suntory uses for coffee. It's it's called Coffee Boss. Mm-hmm. And it's just this guy. It almost looks like a like a like a picture of Lenin or Stalin or something <laughs> with a huge pipe and it says Coffee Boss, Boss Coffee. And then it says, Coffee Boss, the boss of them all since 1992. Like that <laughs> that slightly quirky Japanese English. And my God, do I love it. My, yeah. my uh, favorite thing, uh, when I was in Tokyo, I didn't get a chance to tell you guys this, but uh, we went to a gift shop and there was a, a uh, clutch sitting on like some shelf mm-hmm. and you know how you know the the term new york the city that doesn't sleep yeah. yeah well they they translated it they just must have plugged it into google translate and it came out new york the city that is not idle oh my god that's, that, that's incredible and uh i have a picture of it on my phone so i'll show you guys hey in and, but... and one more city comment i saw one girl wearing a coat or something and on the back it was really cool it it said uh tokyo New York, Paris, 
and then underneath each city name, it said Chaos Empire Aesthetic. And I like that. So Tokyo oh. is chaos. Like associated with those cities. Okay. New York would be the empire. Uh-huh. And then Paris is obviously a city. Oh, that's cool. Ah, uh, okay. I like that. Just, I like just that. a fun little thing I, yeah. I observed. But uh, what else did you guys do in, so in Kyoto? Picking up, uh, we ended up, wa- we walked everywhere. So we ended up walking to like this main shopping area. And it's like, I don't know if you saw it when you were there. It was mm. like a bunch of lights and like, I don't know, chaos. But we. Was it uh, on the way up to uh, Kiyomizu? I don't even know. Doesn't I, familiar, that doesn't sound okay. familiar because I don't think we got there. But the temple we, on the top, like at the we, top, we of didn't the... go there. Oh man! No, that was one thing we didn't see. I was really hoping that you guys would have done that. That was like my favorite part. Honestly, and I will, I'll interject my thoughts about Kyoto at, the, at like the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but so we were walking. We're again trying to find ramen for Alex, <laughs> yeah, and it, the one place funny. we found, they have lunch hours. They close for an hour and a half, and then they have dinner hours. Mm-hmm. And we were in line at this ramen place, and they cut. It off right in front of us. They're like, no more sold out past this line. And it was like me and Alex and like two other people. And it's like, shit. Okay. Were the people behind you also yeah. white? No. No. Um, no. So Just making sure. We, um, but if they saw the white people and they were like, no. I know, right? They yeah. eat too much. We, uh, <laughs> so we were, you know, plugged in another ramen place. We're like, okay, let's go here. And on our way there, we ended up stopping in a video game store. Oh my god, I could have spent so much time in there. And I did. We did <laughs> spend a lot of time. two hours. It, oh my god. The Japanese love temperature extremes because it's so cold outside and then you go in the store and it's like 90 degrees. And mm, it's super I, cramped, three stories. Yeah, it, it was really interesting. A lot of old games. Um, I mean, as, was, as far back as you can go. Yeah, Alex was in love. So we spent some time there. We went to an overrated ramen place. Um <laughs> I don't know if you want to elaborate on that. Yeah, real quick. At the video game store, I got a Japanese copies, all at very attractive prices, of Shenmue, uh, Resident Evil Zero, or Biohazard, as it's called, and a manufacturer-sealed copy of Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. So that was awesome. That was my find of the trip. But when we got to this other ramen, our replacement ramen place, uh, we waited for... I don't know, like a solid 45 minutes and it was chilly outside yeah. and it was annoying and it was a super hipstery ramen place mm-hmm. and there, is it gyoza? The dumplings? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were amazing. The ramen was very good at first and then because they weren't skimpy on the serving size as we kept eating, it was a little bit too much because it was a real smoky flavor, like too smoky. Mm. It, it, so we called it hipster ramen the entire time we were there. But the only thing I loved about it is it was so small, it was just two women running it. Mm. Mm-hmm. which was weird because mm. it's almost always like all guys in the kitchen and it was like one middle-aged woman and one younger hipstery girl japanese both of them and she was wearing a fedora and i <laughs> i loved it i loved it but yeah, the but the ramen was not it was not favorite. worth that wait no yeah. God. that ramen was not worth a 45 minute wait but whatever so no. we kept on trekking after that and i wanted to see old kyoto that's really what i wanted to see um and i was really surprised of I guess how modern the city looked, but I guess, you know, it's a city in, you know, 2019. Yeah. But we ended up walking to an H&M because Alex was getting chilly. And mm-hmm. then we just bought like four sweaty, like sweatshirts or four sweaties. sweaty sweatshirts. <laughs> four sweatshirts. We bought them yeah. at H&M on the clearance rack in the men's section. <laughs> and Alex found well, you, gem. Yeah, you, you bought your, you had a $15 one and that a was on clearance. One. And then your, your Atari one. But I got two sweaters and they were like seven and eight dollars yeah. inc- no I, no i got three you got three yeah. i spent like 24 total and one of them was my out of office sweater which oh I yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. saw that that was, incredible. Incredible. that was a really cool one yeah so we we left whatever and we ended up going into old kyoto to walk around and again it just there i, I felt like i saw more tourist groups in kyoto and that annoyed me mm. to no end and it's just people with like an italian flag walking around like big crowds mm. of people and it was really That's annoying. How they keep track of their groups. Yeah, so like when I went 2 years ago, I thought it was pretty authentic and I didn't see a lot of tourists there. So the, the, I think they're putting a lot of money into attracting people are. for tourism yeah. into Kyoto specifically. Yeah. And, and that was just one thing that I noticed and and again, we didn't have a ton of time there. We packed up and we like we left. We got some good pictures. It was really cool cuz we did get to see some traditional architecture and whatnot. I guess if I ever do go back, I would like to spend more time in that neighborhood just to see some stuff because I know there's a lot of stuff I didn't see. But then we ended up packing up and walking back to the uh, Rio Con and stopping at a uh, an enormous department store 
which is almost impossible to navigate. And we, because oh, yeah. we only packed a carry-on and a personal item to go over there, each of mm-hmm. us. So we had four bags mm-hmm. and we're accumulating shit the whole time yeah. we're there. So we finally, um, we're like, okay, let's, let's be adults and buy a suitcase. <laughs> and that's where we ended up going into like a Samsonite kind of store and like, oh my God, so expensive. So Sam- expensive. Samsonite was our, was our Mecca of Kyoto. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about it all day. We got to get to a Samsonite store, but we finally got that thing. And seriously, we had, we had a pretty early night. We got back. Both of us were dead tired. I can't remember exactly what time it was, but we didn't do anything else that night. But I did mm-hmm. see, this is what you're going to like, moving on to Thursday the 28th, we did see on the way home, in the dark, a massive Buddhist temple. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what the hell it was called. I don't and know either. Can you look it up while, while I'm talking? Yeah, I'll Google But it. there was this Buddhist temple right around the corner from the Ryokan that we were staying in. And I said, we ha- I want to see this before we leave, so... Got up and packed all our shit, and then we walked directly there, and it, it was like it was almost like a mini campus. You walked through the through the the outer walls or gates or whatever, and it was just an expansive area of gravel with you know different buildings within it, including the the temples themselves. All the and, different gods. Um, I'm not sure exactly. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know anything about Buddhism really. They but, have several different gods that are mm-hmm. all. They all pray to like one thing. So this is okay. the god of weather. Mm-hmm. This is the god of romance. This is the god, and it goes like as simple as this is the god of cooked ramen or raw ramen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or specific, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. so I. Tara went, we, we went one at a time because I didn't want to take all the luggage like into the area and be an annoying tourist. Mm-hmm. So we we're being considerate of that. Tara was in and out pretty quickly, but then I wanted to actually go up and into the shrine. Mm-hmm. And when I went into the earth temple or whatever it was, whenever I went in, you know, you take your shoes off, carry me in a bag, and then you go in and there's all those, those mats and you just kneel down and, you know, you can pray or whatever it is you want to do. But up on, they had this altar they put the Catholics to shame in terms of gold. Mm, oh, yeah. It was just gold, 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 and I loved it. Yeah. It, was, it was it was like a mini transformative moment for me, and I'm really glad that we took that extra time that morning. The, um, the name of it is the Higashi Honganji Temple, and I think there's a sister temple that it has um, in Kyoto, but we didn't go to that one. We, we stayed... Maybe two blocks from this one, and mm-hmm. we we were right between so that, that and the station. So we had a really nice location. Um, yeah. So we did that in the morning. And you guys didn't get to the bamboo forest either, huh? No, we did not. Oh man, that was really cool. Too. I mean, we saw some we saw some beautiful and the Golden um, Temple. We saw some beautiful bamboo, f- like pretty dense in in the Fushimianari yeah. uh, hike, for sure. So after the Buddhist temple, I insisted we needed to go to a place for brunch and i found a kohikan which is a chain of like sit down coffee and brunch places in japan and you know i didn't know what to expect other than it seemed to have pretty reputable reviews and everything online and we sat down and they have charcoal filtered coffee they do it the really cool way i was describing in the first episode they have all kinds of different um you know, ways ways and beans you can order and whatnot, but it's great because it the the drink, the coffee might be a little expensive, four or five, six, seven dollars. But then you order food items and they they are added on to the drink basically. So you pay five or six dollars for coffee, but then you pay a dollar sixty for toast, eggs, and avocados or something. So mm-hmm. it, it, that was a really uh, awesome place. I would have mm-hmm. gone to another one if we had been near one. Yeah, another I, time. I really enjoyed. They're set up with but, food. Uh, got back on the Shinkansen to go to Atami at uh, a Jiro station. And this is where we had our fancy Ryokan night. Like the, the, the really traditional in which we stayed at Ryokan in, in Kyoto, but we didn't have any sort of service or room attendant or anything like mm-hmm. this. This place was the real deal. Mm-hmm. So Atami is this coastal city. Uh, you look out and there's a, there's a bay uh, and you're up, you're up on a mountain. And... Uh, as soon as we got there, they they fed us like a little snack, and and we picked all of what our. What was the snack? Uh, I think it was a red bean paste with chunks of something else in it, and it was wrapped in like bamboo leaf. I have that sounds. That's Pretty what accurate. I would describe it as. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, and we it was initially fun. like bit into that, and Alex was like, "Were we supposed to eat the leaf?" And mm-hmm. I yeah, didn't know. I, I like couldn't chew it. I didn't know if it was like uncouth to unwrap, and mm-hmm. so I just unwrapped. We unwrapped it and ate the stuff inside. The stuff inside was incredible. It's just. 
the chewy exterior. I'm sure there were people bizarre. more uncouth than we, so it doesn't matter. But anyways, um, we were picking our times for everything. Um, there were there were, there were two different private onsens, which are like hot uh, mineral water water springs that they had on site, and you get to bathe in each of them one time, and you pick you pick your time slot. And then in attached to our room is as another private mini onsen that you sit in with your partner, whomever, and it's it's al fresco, like it's you're nude mm-hmm. outside, mm-hmm. but you have this mini porch of sorts with little blockers in front, and you can open it up so that nobody's gonna be able to really see inside, but you can look out over the bay, mm-hmm. dude. It was by far my favorite part of the trip. Yeah. We, we just sat and mm-hmm. soaked in this amazing hot mineral water like four or five times. We how many we, hour, how many how many minutes per? Uh, probably time. twenty. Okay. 15, yeah, 20. Was, was it hot? It yeah. was very hot, yeah. yeah. And and you're completely nude, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. So our, our attendant, which was uh, a Japanese woman, maybe maybe in her, what, four, early 40s, late 30s? I would say 40s. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. They, they look so young. They, yeah, they have young skin. So barely spoke a lick of English, but just such a nice fun lady like oh just gosh, the coolest yeah. person in the world and she helped tara and i put on our we had uh yukatas which are like a like a lighter ch- uh cheaper kimono it's mm-hmm. not the full thing mm-hmm. but we we got all dressed up and we sat down at our little table she rearranged her room for us and then we sat down and it was a 15 course meal 10 10 wow 10 my course, bad yeah, yeah 10 courses. they can go up to 15 Ugh. but ours wasn't 15 it did was you okay. have to purchase it did you that purchase was, it in advance that was all balled into the, the price yeah. of staying at this ryokan like when you when you stay at this place it's, it was called uminohana your activity is that ryokan you don't go out at, at, and then come back yeah. at night like this is what you do okay and uh there was all kinds tara really stepped out of her element i was really proud of her because she ate almost everything that was given there were a few a few things that she bowed out was on. the woman like watching you guys eat? no no oh, she would okay. come in and, and it was really neat. try and explain things um i'll have to show you tommy before you leave but they basically give you like the chef gives a menu and it, it it's really nice paper it looks like calligraphy it's written like in the kanji old script yeah and so she basically is talking in japanese like pointing at like the first thing on the menu so the first thing you start off with was like sake or sake, and then you go through, and she's, like, pointing at each thing, and she points to it on the menu, and then she's like, this is what you have in front of you, whatever. And, you know, you just... I don't understand what she's saying, but it's some type of seafood, and mm-hmm. because it's a coastal town, and it's seasonal, obviously, and that... Some of it, I just looked, I'm like, well, this has eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're like, look, t- wee little piles of anchovies, and wee little piles of baby shrimp and stuff, and the eyes freak tear out. And w- one last thing I'll, I'll mention about it was... Uh, one of the weirdest things was abalone, okay, which is a kind of sea snail, hmm. and if and it's a b a l o n e. Uh, their shells make beautiful jewelry and decorative stuff, but if you look up what they are, they're disgusting looking. So yeah. that was a wild thing to eat, but yeah, it, it was a wonderful experience. I loved Ugh. all the food we had. Yeah, well, I want you to see them alive because they are freaky looking. Yeah, that's that's pretty accurate. So. Anyways, um, we we did yes. Yeah, look at all that's this. That's exactly feet. what we ate. We had at the end, <laughs> at the very end, uh, later on in the evening. You know, maybe around nine thirty. Heart attack. Oh no doubt. Um, there we had one of our onsens scheduled, and it was the one that was higher on the mountain and had a beautiful nighttime view. And we were scheduled for nine forty-five p.m. or something. And of course, we're getting tired and sleepy and cuddly, and we're just like, hey, I, I said, let's just lie down. Mm-hmm. You know where this is going. And I set my alarm for 9.15. And I said, don't worry, it'll go off in 10 minutes. We'll get up, we'll get ready, and we'll go up to the onsen. Uh, we woke up at 10.25. And oh, no. I was like, oh my god, what happened? And I set it for 9.15 a.m. Ah. accident. So we missed the really beautiful onsen spot, and I was like hysterical about it. And I felt Did you so- cry? No, but <laughs> Tara, I, no. Tara was very gracious, and she didn't mind at all. But um, That just means we have to go back. Well, and then what was nice is we had we just used our own private one, mm-hmm. strip down, go outside, and drink beer. And I was drinking yeah. whiskey; it was great. Well, and that was that was one of the things I told him. You know, in the moment, it's kind of like, oh, you know, we spent so much money, we missed it. And mm-hmm. then, but you kind of have yeah. to get above it. And it's like, okay, you have your own private room, you have your own private bathtub, and mm-hmm. you have almost the same exact the view. The view was incredible. The view is incredible. Yeah. So we really didn't miss out on much. Yeah. It was just, so the one that you guys missed would have been a public one. 
It, well, it's technically like it's a public one. It's outside of the main building. But oh, okay. you, you basically, when you check in, you reserve a time slot. Mm-hmm. And so, like, ours would have been, like, from 9.30 oh, okay. to, like, 10.15 or yeah. whatever. And then during that time, and the next everybody person, knows not to come in. Yeah. yeah. And so then the, ne- the next couple will go in 15 minutes after yours ends and mm. stuff like that. So you're not with other people, but it is very much outside of your room. Okay. So we were up a little bit later for that. Woke up. Had our morning onsen, which was really amazing, on Friday, mm-hmm. uh, March 29th. And then you can tell them about breakfast. Breakfast um, was interesting. I didn't mind it as much as Alex did. And usually Alex is very into the new things. But it was just... It was I crushed great. mine. Yeah, I know you crushed about? it. But the whole time you're just like, it was, this it was, is weird. It was this one of the weirdest wild. meals I've ever had in my life. Why was, was so weird about it? They started off with fried tofu. And that, was, that was easy. That was that was the easy part. And I thought, she like left the room and I'm like, is all we're getting to eat for breakfast? Two pieces of fried tofu and some sauce. Mm-hmm. But she comes back with... Two whole fish that are grilled. Mm-hmm. She comes back with, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm tr- I'm trying to think traditional of traditional Japanese breakfast. It's a mm-hmm. traditional breakfast, and it was it was a lot of food. There was um, the fermented soybeans. What's what's that called again? Natto. Natto, yeah. N a t t. I've had that a few times. It's kind of like snotty. Very strong. Yeah, the texture's weird, and it's a very strong flavor. That was interesting. Yeah, but we ended up getting. We ended up getting through. The one thing that I couldn't finish, I'm not a big seaweed person mm. when it comes to like... I don't like seaweed either. When it's dried. I don't know. Yeah, when it's dried seaweed. I, I, I seaweed. love seaweed salad. Dried, I hate. Oh, yeah. it, sm- it smells like shit. Oh, you oh smell my like God. shit. So do you. God. Yes. But God. That, now, I think that was one of the only things I couldn't do. They brought us like two different types of soup. Um... I think one of them ended there were up little having like river little, clams. little river yeah. clams or mussels in them. It, it, it was very interesting, and I'm not like a clam or a mussel person, so I didn't eat that. But we ended up getting through breakfast, and we, <laughs> we hopped back on the Shinkansen back to Tokyo, and then we stayed in a different neighborhood when we got back. We were staying in Akasaka, mm-hmm. which Akasaka. is it's kind of closer to like the downtown area. Oh, it's like business area. It's, it's another mini business area, yeah. Um, can I can I tell them about the low point of the trip? The low point of the trip? Mm-hmm. No, not yet. Right we, can I tell them about the... the yeah, yeah. Hold on. Okay, yeah, so yeah, we check in at this hotel, and uh, I already off the bat like the area. We walk down like, you know, like a drinking street where all the salarymen go and we check in and alex finds a restaurant that has it's like a tonkatsu restaurant so it's basically a pounded flat fried pork pork cutlet and i didn't know what to expect i was expecting a pork chop and i'm like "Mm, i don't like pork chops i don't really want this but it was the one of the best pieces of pig i've ever eaten in my entire life Mm. it was incredible and we ended up going back to the hotel they had, room. They had some soup, too, and a, and a heaping pile of, of cabbage, which I, I think I mentioned that first episode. They love yeah. cabbage over there. Yep. So we went back to the hotel. It was about 3 o'clock p.m. And I was like, oh, let's lie down for a little bit. <laughs> and we did. And Tara set alarms oh. on and off. And we were snoozing and yada, 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 yada. And pretty soon it was 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. We slept for eight hours. <laughs> we wasted an entire day yeah. in Tokyo, and oh well. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm, that's my only regret about the trip was wasting that day. But it's it's just proof. If you deprive yourself of sleep over and over again, it, it you can't ever get ahead. You can't ever win. What what do you mean you set an alarm and you snoozed? So like we would set How an alarm. How many like, times did you guys at the snooze? And eventually button? it got to the know. point. Like I remember waking up at five thirty or like six thirty or something, uh-huh. and then we just turned the al- you just, so you keep you, going. You turn the alarm off. Yeah. You just turn it off eventually. You're like, I don't want to hear this anymore. I'm just okay. going to continue to sleep. Yeah. And well, how was, many times do you think you hit it? Probably four that? or five. People who hit the snooze alarm that many times, I, well, it boggles. We have an episode called the snooze button. Yeah, I know. I don't even understand it. We ended up waking up and on our notes. Alex typed big oof, a big oof <laughs> yeah. right after it. But we um, we ended up getting up, rallying, and then we walked right down the street to a pub. Called, I think it was called 82 Pub or something. And this was really interesting because we walked in and I got just like a lager beer or whatever. It's a UK themed place. There was a really cool um, drink that they had where you could do a whiskey tasting for like 800 
Seven to seven or eight hundred yen. Seven or eight hundred yen. You get three different whiskeys, and it's any whiskey that they have. Scotch, on their menu. bourbon, anything. Mostly anything. they had whiskeys and scotch. And like three hundred yen. No, or no, no. 700 or 800. Oh, okay. It's but still like, a good deal. They, they gave them to me in these little chalices, and I, I got the I got two flights. The first one, I tried three different Japanese whiskeys. In the second one, I had two... Uh, I had three different scotches, I think, and yeah. one of them was Japanese. Well, that doesn't make sense. That can't be right, but... Um, yeah. Did you guys amazing. just trek out and find these places? Or yeah, we literally just walked. Okay. We, just, we, just, we honestly treated the trip, and, and, and it became like a running thing for us, any place that we ended up, we were supposed to end up there, and we were supposed to yeah. experience it. And that's, that's how we kind true. of treated the whole trip of yeah. like, okay, we're walking into the pork cutlet place because we're supposed to be here to experience that's... this. We're supposed to have bad ramen for mm-hmm. a reason. Like that's that's how I approach vacation. Like I don't yeah. want to. There's there's a few things that both of us for sure wanted to do. The best example was the Fushimi Inari Shrine in yep. Kyoto for Tara. But like past that, it just if 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 I have a schedule, that's not vacation, mm-hmm. and I'm no. Just no. So, anyways, we had those flights, had a couple of drinks, and then turned in for that night. Saturday, March 30th. Um, do, is this... I guess I'll do this because this is a quick one, and then you take Sunday? Um, yeah, sure. I, again, that's all I... Yeah, remember. no, that's fine. It so, we went to... We first started off going to Ikebukuro, which is... F- the Their claim to fame is they have the massive Pokemon Center there. Mm-hmm. So... You walk in, you can imagine the madness. There are it's like shoulder to shoulder people in there, probably twenty four seven practically. Yeah, tons of children. But they have every every single Pokemon themed thing imaginable that, that you could possibly want. Did they have a Pokemon sex sh- show or anything? Like uh, that? To be fair, you just proved me wrong because no, they didn't have exactly. That. <laughs> they but, had these weird food items, and it was um, in Japan. Ben- the bento lunches are really popular, mm-hmm. and they had seaweed ball. sheets, the dried seaweed mm-hmm. sheets. With but they had Pokemon. they had cut out the Pokemon shapes, so that <laughs> when moms and dads were making their kids little whatever, you could put like a Squirtle on the rice ball for your kid or whatever. <laughs> so that was they have literally that's, almost everything. That's the kind of dry seaweed you said you didn't like, correct? Right? Yeah. I, I love that, especially once it gets wet. It smells like. Fuck. Wait, you you have dried seaweed that then gets wet? Yeah, like whenever they put it in ramen or something. Oh, oh my god. Hey, it like activates eat, the smell. Sometimes I could eat the dry, but like, I don't know. You always no, hate it. it. No, 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 just literally plain. It's like a chip. Ugh. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would... When, it, when it's on food, it ruins it for That's me. like a Trader it Joe's thing the that they sell dried yeah, seaweed. In kale. Mm-hmm. They do that stuff. So, anyways, the Pokemon Center was really cool. We wound up spending actually a good bit of money there because I got some gifts for for um some fr- we, we both did for some friends and i got one for my niece mm. which is also news my brother had a baby while we were in japan so that's pretty to, cool to Maiko. i'll pass that along um and then at the then we, we went to this an, another it was it was a sega themed claw claw machine arcade. yeah we were weird. walking around i think we were trying to find lunch or something and we ended up not but we saw a big Sega sign on the side of a building. I was I'm expecting like, more. I was hoping for like a lot of Sega branded merchandise. Yeah, like yeah. That. I was and expecting a store, and it ended up being like some kind of weird arcade, and it just we we had well, already it, done our claw machines. Yeah, yeah. So that the, uh, that was the main reason we went uh, to Ikebukuro was to go to that Pokemon Center, and then we went to Akihabara, which is basically the anime town. There's they have all yeah. kinds of. All kinds of crazy anime shit. They have a Gundam cafe. They have the Square Enix cafe. Uh, so, video games, anime, all that stuff. That's what that that part of town is really big for. It's also where we found. I can't remember the actual name of the place. And if somebody's ever going to Japan, let me know. I'll find it for you. But this was what we referred to as Oni Ramen for the rest of the trip because Oni are like the Oni Goshog. They're they're like, like those demons. demons. They look like trolls, and like they have devils. clubs, and they're crazy looking. I was making a joke. I don't think you caught it. I definitely didn't. The Oni Goss Hog from Halo. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> Thank you. Very good call. Mm. Uh, I miss those days. <laughs> and this one, it was rated very highly. We had to wait forever once again outside, but this was worth it. First of all, it, it was a, it was a really cool decor. It was it was a, it, it was slightly on the darker side, but they had like these. Um, 
ominous red lights from the ceiling. They had mm-hmm. those those wild no masks lining everything. Mm-hmm. And you picked two different kinds of spices. You had your regular chili pepper and your shochu peppers, and you picked what level of each. And you like mix your own. You try it differently every time. Hmm. That was the second hottest I had, but it was the perfect level of heat. And the pork, instead of being pork chashu, which are like those sliced pieces, mm-hmm. it was fat chunks of pork belly that just dropped it was the that was the best pork i've ever had that was the best i could have shoved that i had in so much of that down my gullet yeah and like and the thing is is that they're known for their spices so there's two the two different types of spices that alex mentioned chili which is obviously a normal chili spice and then there's sancho pepper which is like a different type of spice Mm -hmm. um and i ended up even getting like and I'm not a spice person, but I had to try it. I had to because that's what the theme was. So I ended up getting a little bit and a little bit, um, of, a l- a little bit of poop in my ramen. And uh, it, that was the best. And the next time I go back to Tokyo, and, we're, and Tara, we're going there. Tara was really turning me on there because she, it was for her, it was really spicy. Mm-hmm. And like I could see her sweating and getting a little watery. And she powered through the whole thing. I was very pleased. Because nice. again, stepping out of her element. Very it was, pleased. It was so good. And it, and it, it hit a certain level, but it, it didn't get too much for me. But it, again, the pork belly was... I've yeah. never had pork belly in ramen before, and yeah. that was incredible. Mm-hmm. So we, we, we kept walking around Akihabara, found like this one f- uh, figurine store where they had just aisles and aisles and aisles and cases and cases and floors of all these different themed figurines and action figures and whatever, collectibles, because that's, that's just so huge over there. They're mm-hmm. collecting maniacs. And I got some gifts in there. Uh, we saw some anime titties. Tara spelled this T-I-D-D-I-E-S. They have them sort of like, they have all this merchandise like squirreled away like in the back corners and everything. You see these weird Japanese like, men checking it out and it's yeah. great. It's, the, it was fun. And a lot of the stores too were multi-level. And so like the, each floor would have a theme. And like some levels would have like, oh, it's 18 and older. And it's like, oh, yeah. okay, that's a porn floor. Exactly. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, that, that was porn. weird too. Yeah, yeah that was so weird. Like and it's like, oh. The one thing I didn't get to do in Akihabara that I wanted to do was go to a cat cafe because I thought they sounded hilarious. And we just forgot. But I loved the, the advertisements for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Square Enix cafe was kind of a bust. Um mm-hmm. You have to have tickets, like make a reservation if you want to go in and get drinks or food or whatever. Which, <gasps> nice. Totally, totally not doing that. And I, I did at least get to look at the merchandise, but it was tiny and crammed, and it was outrageously overpriced, as you can well imagine. So mm-hmm. despite being a huge fan of everything, most things Square Enix, that was a little bit of a letdown. Wait, we, we don't remember anything that happened that day. I don't so remember really anything You guys else. must have got roofied. Yeah, maybe. Exactly. Well... Japanese roofies. Yes. We we did a lot of walking around that day. Did we go back to Shinjuku? Oh, and go... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Shinjuku. so here, here, I remember what we did. We Harajuku. we ended up going. We wanted to make it a long day because we you know fudged up Friday so badly, and <laughs> mm-hmm. we ended up going from Akihabara to Shinjuku again because we love Shinjuku so much. We wanted to go there again. That was my favorite. And, and we you guys trying... went back to Ichiran. No, uh, we. I actually don't know what we guess. did for dinner. We were looking for the first place, like the, the day he proposed, and we went to like that random hole in the basement somewhere. Mm-hmm. We were looking for that, and we could not find it for the life of us because all the names are in Japanese, and I'm like, oh my god, I, I, can't, I don't know the characters. Mm-hmm. So that was a bust, but we ended up going to a neighborhood called Golden Guy or Golden Guy. Gay or whatever. Gay. Gay. G-A-I. And that is a notorious... Guy, guy, um, guy. That is a notorious little drinking... A uh, series of streets and alleys, and uh, the well, down bar, one the, alley there might be twenty bars. Yeah, down one alley there might be twenty bars, and then you can even go in between the alleys, and even smaller walkways that have bars, and the seating is like five people. That's mm-hmm. the ridiculous and, part. And it, it was ridiculous, but and you can see how tourism has taken over it because if you're a tourist or a foreigner, you have to pay a cover charge of like ten dollars, and then you have Just to pay like ten dollars for every single drink you have, mm-hmm. or seven dollars for every single drink, and. It, they rack up money on tourists and stuff. And so we went and got an obligatory drink. But you can kind of put yourself like in a hindsight of like, oh, this is this would have been a really cool place to see in an older era in watching, you know, locals come here to drink after work every day. Just get we walked down this one street and I swear to God, a guy walked out of a bar at like 8 p.m. or something. Oh, this was and he was so shit faced. He slipped to the left and smashed his head off of the low-hanging sign for the bar 
and then just like stumbled backwards and just he was just so so obliterated he had no idea where he was and alex wanted to see larry uh, Larry Smash was there. That was Larry. Actually. No shit. Yes. Yeah. Again. So Alex really wanted He's to see Larry yes. party, and we we got to see Larry let loose. Um, <laughs> Larry let, let loose. Yes. L cubed. Quick last note about that. We we got our tourist lumps. Like I I caught on very quickly of what a tourist literally trap this the golden guy is, and that's we went in. We saw a place that said no cover charge for tourists, and I was like, all right, cool. So we go in. Literally, this room was eight by eight, maybe. Mm-hmm. That might be being too big. It was like our big bathroom. There were three other like white European tourists in there, and then Tara and I came in, and there's this Japanese bartender who was real hipstery and he looked miserable. Mm-hmm. And there's there's you know, there's tacky bills hanging from the ceiling from all kinds of different countries, and there's all this wild art around the walls, and he's smoking in this little hole that is a bar. It was called the Baccarat, yeah. which, which I love that name. But he was the only Japanese person who was I sensed hostility from. <laughs> because and like we got we get in there, and I just said, "Oh, you know, can we get a drink?" And he was like, "Yeah, what do you want?" And uh, I I pointed to the the people next to us, and I was like, uh, "We'll probably just get a beer." I was like, "What are they drinking?" You know, I was asking like. You know, I figured maybe they had two or three things on tap. Mm-hmm. He just gave me this look, and he went, beer. And I was like, okay, we'll have two of those. <laughs> and they weren't even full pints. And then when we drank, I was like, yeah, we're not welcome here. Let's leave. I was like, we, we got we got the idea of what this is. Yeah. And it was t- 2,000 yen. For oh. the, yeah, and I was like, okay. Two, two, two beers that added up to a pint. And, and then a 10% service charge for using a, a credit card. But anyways, <laughs> we, we just walked around the rest of the Golden Gay and... and <laughs> And it, it was really good. my favorite bar that I saw was it was called Deathmatch in Hell, and it had all this like demonic crazy shit. It had the one character from oh shit, what's that one movie with the it's not Hills Have Eyes. Oh shit, it, it, the the movie ends with a big scene with the, playing Free Bird by Leonard Skinner, and they're driving down the highway. Devil's Rejects. Never saw. And, okay, so he was on it. And uh, there were this the sign said no fucking tax, and no, no fucking cover no charge. fucking cover charge. I loved the it. Beer was six hundred and sixty six yen. Yes, and oh, yeah. a shot of um, Jim Beam. Jim Beam was that was all, all you could yen. get, and it was six 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 yen. So only that beer and only Jim Beam in yeah. both six yeah. six. I I wanted to go in, and Tara was afraid. She was like, it okay, looks like a slaughterhouse. Well, curtain, and they had a plastic curtain the plastic to get in. plastic curtain was like one of those weird surgical yeah, curtains that was weird. like yellowy yeah. and shitty looking. Yeah, so, I was like, really oh. It, it was great. And if I, the only way I would actually go to any of those places is, is if I had a local with me who could be my emissary and be mm. like, all right, this guy's cool. Mm. So that place was really neat. Move on to Sunday, honey. We got two Sunday? days left. Okay, so we started off Sunday. Um, we had to go to church. So it's so our second excursion or pilgrimage to a church. So yep. on our way, we um, went to a coffee shop that Alex found. And it was Glitch. called Glitch. Ooh. Glitch Coffee. So they had really, really good coffee. No food. Um, and that My just... coffee tasted like tomatoes and it was incredible. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it, it actually did. I, I cannot even... Saying didn't in the Japanese again. That was another test to them, and you know how much they love their coffee culture. So we continued on. We went to church in Akasaka. The uh, the priest was a real old boy, mm-hmm. um, like eighties, and just real rickety. And he talked, he talked very very lowly. Uh, and it it was Hanami season, so there's these big drums in in all this other crazy noise outside. And the windows are open because it's a great spring day. And he, and you can't even hear him because of all the other noise. It's just like, oh, whatever. I'm just trying to think of what else we did. It all became a blur at the end of the trip. Uh, we ended up going back to a shrine really close to where we were staying in Akasaka. And it was called Hiei Shrine. And their shrine guardian or whatever um, is a monkey. Whereas for Fushimi and Nari, it was all the foxes. So uh, what was really cool about that shrine... Oh, the foxes, um, yeah. I saw them. Yeah. Them. Beautiful. The really cool thing about Hiei is that they also have red tori gates. Mm-hmm. Smaller, and there's only 90 of them, but it had a very similar feel to Fushimi Inari, which was really, really cool. But we... Fushimi um, light. 
It was Fushiminari <laughs> Light. Oh, I see. We ended up going there later in the day. And we were, like, you know, kind of going to see, like, if they had any, like, different talismans or whatever. And we showed up and, like, everything was, like, closed. And they were, like, closing up. It was, like, ten minutes before they closed the shrine grounds. So we're like, oh, we'll just come back in the morning. But we, um... Kept going back to the hotel to drink. We kept going back to the hotel to drink. We would just buy alcohol at 7-Eleven and then go to the hotel and get drunk. And then we'd go do things. So we This this was toward the end of the trip. Yeah, this is toward the end of the trip. And, uh... We left the hotel because um, I really wanted to see Tokyo Tower, mm-hmm. and that, and I know one of the other things there is also the Tokyo Sky Tree. We did not see the Sky Tree or go to it because I really wasn't interested. I was interested in the Tokyo Tower because that it's like a mini rec- replica of uh, the Eiffel Tower in Paris, mm-hmm. and it's lit up orange and white, which uh, is really, really, really uh-huh. cool. And it's kind of iconic, like you see it in like all these different animes and movies and whatnot. So we set out on an excursion to walk there. It was long. And it was long, and yeah. It was long and cold. And Alex was... I was hoss. You were real hoss. I was pretty drunk by the you time that we left drunk. for that. So we ended up going to a ramen place, which was right across the street. Oh, that's and right. this place was really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. And it had a... Uh, no wait, because it was late. No wait, because it was later and it was close to closing. But I think they put their own twist of uh, Thai into the ramen. Because the um, the one that I got, the broth almost reminded me a little bit of like that peanut sauce it you put on like peanut, a salad. Yeah. So it had a little bit of a peanutty taste to it. But it was very, very mm. good. So we, but we called that, the rest of the trip, we called that fake ramen. Because it <laughs> yeah. was like Thai. The, the oh, it's Thai ramen. Mm. But, but it was it was, really they good. had really good food. They had some of the best gyoza. Ryman. It was like it been Ryman. Yes, it was really Timon. good. <laughs> Mini Timon. Uh, we ended up at the Tokyo Tower after a long walk. It was very very pretty. We saw a lot of another thing about the trip. A little sidebar, because we did so much walking, we got to see a lot of cool intimate places for cherry blossom trees, mm-hmm. and that was a neat thing because you don't see a ton of crowds. You see like maybe one or two people taking pictures randomly as they're walking underneath, which is what we did too, um, as opposed to those big parks that are just crowded with so many people. But anyway, so we do our long walk over there to the tower. And um, during this season, leading up to, I don't know what date it is, but they have like 333 koi banners, like the koi fish banners, hanging outside um kind of like in the front where you buy tickets and that was really cool to see because i i didn't even really mm-hmm. know about it i just googled things at the tokyo tower like the events and they're like oh yeah go at night because all of that stuff will be lit up so mm-hmm. we ended up going at night we went up to it's pretty i'm sure it was Beautiful. gorgeous we went to they have two different observation decks obviously the lower one's cheaper so we went to that one and uh the view was gorgeous they had incredible like you remember Tetris Effect? Mm-hmm. The music sounded mm. like Tetris Effect. Yeah, it was awesome. And it, it had amazing. a lot of cool, like, you know, different light. I don't want to say light show, but the lighting was really, really neat and uh, really, really serene. And the scenery was really, really cool. And, and seeing Tokyo in a, from standing in a, inside of a tower like that and just looking across the city, it it's such a sprawling metropolis. Oh, gosh, yeah. And, and it's just like, you know, you could spend... 10 lifetimes there and still not cover and go visit everything that there is to visit in that city alone. Mm-hmm. So it was really neat to take that all in. Um, and it was a really cool thing to do in one of our last days on our trip. And I think that covers it for Sunday. That, that was a special night for me. I'm glad that you took me there because it was, it, it was like romantic up there. The music was. was very, very suitable, I think for the experience. And it was neat how it wasn't, it was busy in the sense that there were plenty of people there, but it wasn't packed. It, it was the elevator ride was nice, you know. It was no big deal, but it was later in the evening, like mm-hmm. you know, like ten o'clock or something like yeah. that. So that was great. Uh, and then last two days, this these are pretty easy because we we stopped by the Hiei Shrine again to get. Uh, this was our Monday, April first was our gift day. We had to we had to do <laughs> we had to tie up loose ends and get gifts for everybody. Yeah. So for what we didn't already get, we got some at Hiei Shrine. We walked. All the way back to Harajuku, Shibuya area to get, um, we wanted to go to a place called Rainbow Pancakes. Mm. And they have, in in Japan, they have these fat ass, thick ass, T-H-I-Q-Q pancakes that are, (laughs) they're like a full inch thick. And they 
are really really good. Um, we we had a good experience there. That was that was pretty tasty. I like thin pancakes more. It it, it it to me it depends on what's on top of them. You know what I mean? Because yeah. these are legit almost like cake, mm-hmm. almost. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So yeah, if you want just your standard old pancakes, that this wouldn't do it for you. We also passed. I'm some... even more of a crepe guy over. Oh, totally. One hundred percent. We never got any. We never got any crepes. And Japan's that's, really that's, known for their wacky terrible. crepes. Mm-hmm. So next time. Yeah. Their wacky crap. Yeah, wacky. They have <laughs> a lot of wacky crap. <laughs> Um, this, this, this was walking all the way back there from our second hotel in Tokyo. This was like a three mile walk. We passed, it was an hour, yeah. um, the, the cemeteries in Japan are really cool. Mm-hmm. They, oh, yeah. they just, they treat their dead with so much respect. Everybody has like a mini little shrine. And I joke with Tara that they're all taking their skis with them to the afterlife because they have these huge things that look exactly like skis all over their graves. <laughs> so that was fun. Went back to the Meiji shrine to get more talismans as gifts. In the last, in the last neighborhood that I really wanted to see, I kept referring to it as Tokyo proper. Like, <laughs> and Tara was like, "We're in Tokyo, we're in Tokyo," and I was like, "No, I mean, you know, I want to walk under Tokyo on a map. You yeah. know what I mean? This, like, if you were on Fifth Avenue in New York City or 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 in Manhattan or whatever. So that's the Ginza area, and that's where the, uh, like a lot of the money, the financial district is kind of a thing. Um, Larry's everywhere. There, there were streams of these these Japanese businessmen in their suits. They never take their suits off, I swear. It's like I love seeing it, but I would never survive cuz just no. Mm-hmm. But that was that was really cool and we got the most overrated um I can't remember the name for it. There's another kind. It's not ramen. It starts with a T like sukatsen or something like that, but they serve the noodles separately in one bowl and then broth in another and you dip the noodles mm-hmm. in the broth. Okay. And it it was not worth the wait. We waited a half an hour, and it was, yeah, it was very very it. whatever. And we stopped at a uh, we stopped at some you know coffee shops on the way home. Got some more little, just enjoying the last little leg of our trip. And then of course Tuesday, April second was the day that we left. Yeah. So. so we woke so up. So was shit. And, uh, Total shit day. Well, exactly. We, okay, so breakfast was served between 7 and 9 a.m. We walked down there at 9.05, and we were denied breakfast. And it was, the breakfast... It was it still was, sitting there. It was still sitting out. Me. And it's like, okay, well, if breakfast is over, take the freaking food back. Yeah, yeah. Take but whatever. Um, so we ended up, obviously, getting on the train. We went to the airport. We got there super early because this isn't a flight we wanted to miss. Um, what, to go home? Yeah, we don't <laughs> want to be stuck. We just, well, Alex would have been fine. With well, it. I well, wanted to get home. You know, buying a last-minute flight replacement would be, what, five grand? Yeah. I'd... I'd just um, kill myself. And when we were in the airport, uh, one of the things that we didn't get to eat a whole, we, we, well, we didn't eat a whole lot of, um, was the Wagyu beef. Mm. And a particular way that they prepare it, they have a thing called uh, sukiyaki, which is yeah. the way that they do the grilling. And mm-hmm. then in the airport, they flip it. They flip the name and they called it yaki suki because it's supposed to be faster. Mm-hmm. Like they, 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 it's almost like, Fast food for whatever, um, but it was incredible. I, I vaguely remember this. You, d- you dip I, it in raw egg. Yeah, okay, you dip, yeah, yeah, you dip part why, of it okay. in raw egg. It was, it was incredible. And it was a really I, good meal. that one thing, definitely, if we go back, if well, not if, when we go back, I would really love to eat at more of those types of restaurants because I think uh, the way that they do beef in that country is amazing. Um, and then we got on a twelve-hour flight. And yeah, and the, sh- the flight crew were a bunch of the f- the first flight crew going over there was better. This one was whatever, but we survived. Yay, we're safe. Got back to stinky Marta in Atlanta. It was the stinkiest Marta train I've ever been on. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It and then we had rough. so much fun when we got back, and we're greeted by our our sons, our sons, the the neighbors, and I. We had so much fun because uh, we you know we gave them all their gifts and everything, and I brought back a little. Uh, 200 milliliter uh, mini bottle of Suntory whiskey for John, and he crushed the whole thing on the first night, which was <laughs> incredible with, with his bro. So we we had an amazing time. This was the trip of a lifetime. Yeah. I, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, you need to go. Like Japan is very far away, and it's very expensive, and you need a lot of time off. But it's something... But you need to go. Yeah, not... Now that now that I can personally, both Tara and I can both uh, put our stamp of approval on it. It's it's like being on another planet while also still it there. It's, it's as like Earth, but future. it's as similar as dissimilar as it is to our own culture. I mean, mm-hmm. it you know it it feels almost the same, and then, and then there's just so many little different nuances and everything. So last 
like parting thoughts. I'll go down here and while I'm doing this, think if you have anything else to add. But my favorite thing about their culture is it's all thankfulness and respect. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, everybody bows at each other. Like when we were at mass, you don't shake hands, you bow. That mm-hmm. alone is worth moving there for. So I don't mm-hmm. have to touch people. <laughs> I, I just, I, I always I, said when I did my, uh, China, Japan trip, I didn't like China. I, and I thought Japan was so much better. They're complete. They, China and Japan are as different as America and China or America and Japan. You know, a lot of, a lot of people are like, Ooh, Asians. It's like, no, they're completely yeah. different. You know, they even look different, obviously. Yeah, clearly. And not only that, but Japanese language is Pretty. has words. Okay. There's words. Chinese language is sounds, and I don't like that. I, I like the words part this, of Jap- this Japan. This is not racist or prejudiced or anything. There are some languages that I like the sound of, some that I'm neutral toward, and some that I hate. I don't... I There are a lot of different kinds of Spanish that I'm not a big fan of, some that I love. I really don't like the sound of Chinese. Mm -hmm. I love the sound of Japanese. It's completely different. Mm -hmm. Completely different. And the best thing is, whenever you're listening to somebody speak fluent Japanese, you will hear so many of the same things in it. I I mentioned on the first episode I was going to talk more about language. You hear onegashimasu Mm -hmm. so much. And it's it's like a general phrase... please is it's a formal please but it's it's you extending and asking somebody to do something or saying go ahead and do this or say please do this or whatever it's just like a general i'm being formal and i'm i'm expressing um politeness to you well one of the reasons i'll just give you a little lesson on that um we had like a japanese language lesson with our tour guide it was me, CJ, and um, Spencer, mm-hmm. and this woman was just leading us around for almost the whole day. And while if we had to wait at any stop, like wait for the train, wait at even like a crosswalk light, she would pull out her language book and start teaching us Japanese. Ah, uh, that's really time. neat. And one thing that I learned about Japanese language is that one word can have seven different meanings several exactly but not as i mean like english we have words that can mean several different things but Mm -hmm. with japanese it's all about the sentence structure what that word means sure so that's why you hear the same word in english we usually we we just have so freaking many words because we have so many different meanings instead of relying on stuff like that which i think is very cool because i i I like the way they do it because it's much more nuanced and and thoughtful in Mm -hmm. a way and you and you have to use context and everything else but um a couple other thoughts. I miss the bidets. <laughs> You're going to love this story. I, we once talked on the podcast, I think, about your experience with a bidet at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. And your dad said, accurate, isn't it? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Literally. The first time that you have a jet of hot water shot up your asshole is an experience. <laughs> and it's a very good one. Yeah. I, and the, the seats are heated. So good. Mm. Um, another reason to move to Japan, no tipping. <laughs> oh my god no, no tipping, tipping. Oh. people are just expected to do their job and do a very good job of it and, and the prices out. are reflective of that exactly oh my god it's just it's so amazing i loved that aspect of it and uh, i have confirmed that i do indeed have a ramen addiction <laughs> and i need to work on that and uh, the, the the last comment about uh language you can go there without speaking a lick of japanese and get by the whole country I used three things. I sadly didn't. I don't. I don't even know how to say. I looked it up a couple times. I didn't commit it to memory. I don't know how to say "you're welcome," but just "arigato" for thank you, mm-hmm. "onigashimasu" as we already talked about, and "hi." Mm-hmm. I would just walk around and say "hi." Everybody like the, Tara. I would say it to everything she said. "Hi," yeah. which is just yes. My my favorite uh, la- thing that I learned when I was in Japan was "haji mebashire." Did okay. you guys hear that uh-uh. at all? I mean, I might have. Um, which was actually super formal. It's if you have a nice conversation with someone and you say, nice to meet you. Oh. You, don't, you don't finish a conversation with somebody random when you're like, hajibimashide. But if you say that to somebody, that means that you really oh, enjoyed this Oh, I have heard of this. I remember. I think I, I remember you saying that. Yodi was telling yeah. us about that. Was he? Yeah. He, it's You're really saying, seriously, it was nice mm-hmm. talking to you yeah, right? yeah. and having this interaction. And when I would say, I would, CJ and I made it a game because we would tell everybody that. And all the Japanese men and women would like, they would light up. They'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I wish I would have remembered. I would have said that to yeah. quite a few so people. Oh, and Sumimasen. 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 Yeah, what was that again? That's excuse me? Yeah, oh, yeah. Sumimasen, Sumimasen is excuse me. Yeah, I remember um, that. 
I have I have a little uh, notepad with my Japanese phrases. Well, and I started doing Duolingo because from the language building standpoint, I, I, I wanted to learn more about it. And I'll, I'll probably pick it up and stick with it a little bit. But like learning the different sounds because there's there's kanji, which are the crazy looking symbols, much more complex and nuanced. And then there's hiragana. There, it's much easier because a, a single symbol represents a sound and then you can put four symbols together and you pronounce those sounds and then that's your word. Mm-hmm. The trick is you got to know what the word is. But Japan's really cool. Yeah, Japan's really cool. If anybody does plan a trip to Japan, the one thing that I'll say that helped us a lot and something I you know, was Googling or whatever, like tips for how to navigate and make the most of your trip, um, because Tokyo is so big... If you break out your days into neighborhoods, kind of how we did, mm-hmm. it makes it much easier. Um, you're not wasting of, as much time. Traveling. You're not wasting as much time. You know, riding the trains all over the, the place. Other. You're not wasting as much money. So we, you know, we went to Shibuya and Harajuku that one day. We spent the whole day there, and then we got our fill and left. And then you know, we went to Ginza a little bit and spent. We didn't want to go because that's not really our style. Like we didn't, we're not going to spend thousands of dollars buying, you know. God no. God, yeah. That's just that's not our our scene. We wanted to see it, um, you know. So we only spent half a day there. But that that was one thing that I think really helped us um, in our trip. So if you do, go. So plan it. thank you everybody for letting us ramble about Japan for two hours. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really fun. We wanted to download all the details on Tommy and obviously you as the listeners, and now we have our own little memento. Where we can listen to this six months from now and reminisce and take hashtag take me back. <laughs> Just kidding. Kill, kill me. me. Wow, I can't believe you said that. That was very unlike you. <laughs> no, I did you hear the tone you of my voice? You making fun of it? I oh, know, but even very making much fun so. of it, I didn't know it would ex- exit your mouth. Yeah, well, I'm, it so does vomit. You know what so. else is amazing? What? Look how amazing the fit is with a can in this glass. That is really great. Does it's it go all the, the way fit. down or no? Yeah. Oh. And, but I mean, it's just so perfect. That is, that is a nice fit. Sorry, I'm sorry, listeners. I'm sorry you couldn't see that. Well, onigashimasu. Arigato. Hajimemashide. Hi. Hi. Anime titties. Where?